Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. We're very, very lucky on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast to have our next guest. We've been wanting to do this interview for a couple of days now, but it turns out when you win the Open in the 150th edition of the historic golfing major, there's a fair bit that goes on post-tournament, including some lengthy celebrations. The Aussie Cam Smith got it done in mind-blown fashion at the old course, shooting 30 on the back nine, making five birdies in a row and one more on 18th to clinch his first major tournament victory. The man carrying his bag, friend of the show, Paraparaumu's Beach finest, Sam Pinfold, Earth to Pinners. How are you, brother? Yeah, I'm pretty good. How are you, lads? Oh, mate, we've we've been dying to get you on the show and just get a real inkling to what's been going on, mate. Talk us through the last 48. Um, well, obviously, after we finish, I mean, it all happens pretty quickly. You can get straight away a few places. Um, we went. I went with them into a presentation in the RNA clubhouse where they presented to me the flag off the 18th green, and we had a bear up there with. Uh, all the uh, big wigs of the RNA, and then we uh, managed to get back to the locker room area, and uh, that's when the celebration sort of really, uh, really started to kick off. And we're just back with the lads and uh, drinking out of the jug, and uh, then we uh, proceeded to go to the Old Course Hotel right there next to se- uh, the 17th hole where Cam was staying for the week, and uh, we kicked on there till uh, probably about sort of half past one, two in the morning, I think. So it was a pretty good session. <laughs> that's, yeah. Hey, punters, me and me and Louie were sitting in here watching. The final couple of holes here, Louie was up and down like a yo-yo, his big smile on his face, and we were hoping that he'd get that um, that par and just to to keep that lead there. But just take us through the last couple of holes, mate. What what were you feeling? What what were you guys talking about? Um, we we keep it pretty casual out there, mate. He's he's, he's a pretty calm, collected customer. He's just, I mean, his uh, his mental game in his mind is one of his biggest strengths. He's got so much confidence and belief that uh, I mean, once we once I think once we birded eleven. Uh, that was sort of my point where I kind of thought that's one was sort of stolen, that most of the field wasn't going to make a three there or make a two there. And then obviously, like, holes like sort of 10, 12, and 14 were playing quite reasonably easy and big birdie opportunities. So I thought we had to probably steal another one. And then when we birdied 13, I think we tied Rory at that point and we sort of walked off the green and sort of staring at each other a bit, just sort of, you know, I said, come on, let's keep going. And then sort of um, getting the one more in 14. And then it's just, it's just a tough finish at St Andrews. That 17th hole, I mean, that's enough to give anyone nightmares. And the, the spot we hit it into for two, I mean, he only missed that second shot by probably about three or four metres left, and it kicks down behind that bunker. And, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, to make four from there was pretty impressive and just did the right thing, just hit, put it to 15 feet right and then 
and managed to hold that one. But um, and then 18, you just got to let rip with the driver and get as close as you can. And I mean, when that putt went up over the hill, I'd already seen that Rory had missed. You could see, you know, down back down the fairway that Rory had missed on 17. So when that putt was rolling up over the hill, I was just sort of willing it to get closer and closer. And when it finished up where it did, it sort of kind of started to sink in. That you know, it was pretty much ours, ours for the uh, taking, and no one could get us. So it was a pretty nice feeling. Oh, mate, give me goosebumps. What an unreal back nine to be able to shoot 30, five straight, and then finish with a birdie, mate. That is mental toughness. But you spoke about it, mental toughness. After round three, you won over, and you spoke about hole 13. You double bogeyed 13. So how was he at the end of that day? And how were you? did you have to do much to really pick him up to going into that final round, knowing that you just probably let a few slip in the round three? All right. I mean, he played just as well, bar the 13th hole, which we made a bit of a meal of, uh, made double. Mm. Um, the rest of the round, he played just as good as he played the first two days, but he simply didn't hold a putt. Um, mm. And, I mean, that's just, it's just a big thing. Golf. You've you got to be making putts no matter how good you're playing. He didn't, he didn't make one. So we went to the putting green um, straight after the round there on the third round, and um, his coach just sort of gave him one little word about just sort of keeping the temp up and the stroking because those link screens are a little bit slower than what we traditionally play. And he was sort of maybe just sort of, you know, not quite putting the pace on the putts and to hold their line. And then um, we putted for probably 15 minutes after uh, after the round on Saturday, and he was pretty happy with that. And then obviously putted brilliantly again on Sunday. But he actually made a comment to me on about the 16th hole on Saturday. And he says, ah, we need to give these boys four shots head start anyway. Right? And I said, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I mean, that's, that, 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 that's him in a nutshell. Most guys would be down the dump thinking they've lost the tournament. And, you know, it's, it's gone. And, you know, Rory and Victor are running off four in front. And he makes a comment like that. And, I mean, it's just, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Oh, yeah, those yeah, eyes are wide that. open, aren't they? You know, like when, you, when you're looking at him and he's looking around, you're going, man, this guy is so focused. Um, yeah. That focus, I know you guys have got a bit of a team behind you. Just take us through the, the people that are actually behind the scenes helping um, you guys out when you're out there on the golf course. Um, well, this week we had his coach and his sports psych um, over from Australia. Um, and that was sitting, you know, I mean, he always seems to go better when he's got a bit of a team around because that's not always, I mean, they're obviously always working for him, but not everyone is always present at every tournament. Um, but the coach and the sports like we here this week, and he has a full-time trainer who um, sort of stretches him and massages him and that sort of stuff who's with, him, with us week to week as well. Um, but, the, I mean, the sports like he's been involved for probably about two and a half years now, and I mean, I think you can just look at his results for the last two and a half years and just sort of and see the, and see the um, correlation there. Um, his, his game's been good, you know, for the last couple of years now. But he's just really gone to that next level with the, uh, with the mental side of it and the belief. And I mean, he's he's extremely confident and extremely. But he's in no way is it sort of outwardly. It's just sort of or, or inwardly. He's not cocky or arrogant in any way. But he he knows that he can he can beat the pants off anyone at any given day. So he's, he's a lot of belief, which is huge. Oh, mate, we could see it in, in Joe's when he's out there. But, but for you punters, mate, are you still pinching yourself? You know, you're going from para para ubu and now you're standing there on Old Course St Andrews and you're, you're pulling up the, the 18th flag and now you're an Open champion caddy winning caddy, mate. Like, pretty special moment for you. Yeah, it is. It won't forget that one for a while. I, was, I thought it was pretty special at the start of the week to be, you know, at, at a British Open in St Andrews with, you know, one of the best players in the world. I sort of pinched myself then. Like, you know, it's come a long way to, to get there. But And then once we kicked off and then obviously had that round Friday sort of started, you know, to believe that we, you know, we could definitely do this and, and pull it off. And just as, I mean, with sort of some of those scenes on 18 when, with the presentation and then sort of getting the photos and that sort of stuff around, I mean, that's just, I mean, you don't dream of that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just, just pretty, and to do it with sort of, you know, I worked for him for eight years now, we've become pretty close mates and mm. just to share with him and the, and the growth from when he was sort of 20 years old to where he is now, it's been pretty special. 
We've spoken a lot about that, Pin, is a, a, of your journey and how you kind of came across Cam, and it's a pretty unconventional way, and it's all very organic, which probably makes it even cooler for you. Um, what about your relationship with him now? Like, I know you guys live close enough to each other. You spend a lot of time with each other, but you're not in each other's pockets all the time. You've spoken about not staying with him during tournaments, but how would you, like, describe your friendship with Cam? Yeah, pretty strong, mate. I mean, we have a fair bit of banter with the old. He, he's a big Broncos fan, and obviously love the Warriors, and obviously All Blacks Australia. I mean, any sporting rivalry, the, the sporting's huge. Um, so we, we always <laughs> chat about that. We've just become very close mates. Um, become very close with all his family, and it's just pretty special. And sort of, you know, I think he knows he can he can rely on me to to be there. Where I mean, be surprised at the, the lack of phone calls and communication which you have during a tournament week because it just sort of it's just second nature now to knowing when I'm needed, when I'm not needed, and that, and that sort of stuff. So it's, it's just become pretty close, very close like that. But, I mean, the celebration side this week, we'll, we'll be having a good time this week. And um, we're actually in a fishing tournament on, on Friday up in this boat. So it should be uh, – I see there'll be a, a fair few beers drunk out there as well. So it should be fun. Beautiful, mate. you got a fishing tournament. What's the plan going forward? What's what's next? I know for you, for the golfers, that they finish the Open and you're going to obviously have a week off, but you've got to go pretty much straight into the next tournament. So what, what's next for you guys? Uh, we got three weeks off, and then we're into the FedEx Cup playoffs. So we go Memphis, Delaware, and then Atlanta, and try and try and uh, pick up that FedEx Cup to top off the year. It'd be a pretty nice way to finish it. How many how many horses? Yeah. How many horses you got going around this weekend, Pinners? <laughs> what you got anything uh, for us nah, to back? None this weekend. None this weekend. It's a bit quiet at the moment. It's a bit quiet. We, we, yeah, have you got, got one, one for the for boys you? though? We know you study the form quite well. Have you got one for uh, the boys? I actually, haven't had a punt since Stradbroke Day. Um, so I've been been pretty quiet the last month or so. Um, but sort of just waiting for these spring races to kick on. I've been circling some targets of some race meetings that I can get to waited, in uh, October, he, November, and he December. For that so, payday. yeah, no, 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 that, that's that's <laughs> coming, mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just have a little, have a little futures ticket on Imperatures in the Empire, Empire Rose, mate. That's where she might be heading. Trialed up like a machine okay. yesterday. Okay, okay. I've actually, uh, I've got a horse with um, John O'Benner there. It's just going to be. Uh, turning two there pretty soon and it's going to be named Sawgrass after the win at uh, TBC so we'll see how we go with that (laughs) good excellent stuff mate love to chat to you Finners that was awesome thanks for making time for us mate um, it's been awesome to be able to follow the journey and have you in the show a couple of times over the last while so awesome stuff hey no worries guys thanks very much well done, Pinners, mate. Absolute champion. Louis, we'd love to get him back home one day and have a little catch. I've never, never met Sam, Sam Pinners, Sam Pinfold, mate, but uh, sounds like an absolute bloke. Does he come back often? Yeah, yeah, he he um he did actually, and during COVID it was quite hard. So he was, I think I've mentioned before, Kempe, he, he was, because he wanted to come home, but he had to do the isolation. So he'd actually have to miss tournaments. So mm-hmm. what he had, he's got so many good mates on the tour that fill in for him. The caddies, the caddy network on the tour is incredible. Mm-hmm. They're all really good pals. They all respect each other. And he was actually getting, um, halving the money of any prize money won, he was still getting it. And that's kind of shows the relationship mm-hmm. that they all have. Um, but he does come back, especially during summer, summer and spring. He'll be at a racetrack. It won't be hard to find him, and we'll track him down for a beer. Nice. Kimpy. Yeah. He's a, he's, he sounds like a really good good uh, character too. You know, like the, having that relationship with uh, Cam Smith, the way the way that he talks about it, it's really special, mate. So um, it's, it's so cool. You know, you, you not only get to go and play the game you love on the, on the best stage, but get to talk about everything else too in, a, in and around it. Like the origin must be a good time for him. You know, when the Broncos play the Warriors, that must be. Yeah. I'm just. I was sitting there when he was saying that, thinking, I wonder if you take a back seat, mate, because you don't want to upset. You don't want to upset the gravy train. 
But does he get does he get into him? Do you think? Well, it's it's a pretty good question because it's like the relationship's so organic, and he started working from when he was twenty, and now they've won an open together eight years later. It would kind of be weird. Was if he that young? Twenty. He was he's twenty eight now, but yeah, he he. It would have been quite. It would be quite weird if all of a sudden one day Pinner stopped giving him stick. Yeah, it yeah, would be yeah, like, yeah. okay, why are you treating me different now? You know, like it would probably be like that. I just don't even think that would even come into that. It's almost like a family relationship. They live down the road from each other there in Florida. They're in each other's, um, you know, they're kind of around each other's families. And I just don't even think it would it would be a thought process. And it's I, like a, it's a true friendship. It is. And yeah, then yeah. the other part of it I found interesting, um, Izzy as well, was. The, the team of a pro athlete in 2022 and what you need to have around you to really succeed, a sports psych, a full-time physio, a caddy that understands you personally, a coach, and, be, and you know performing better when you've got those people around you. You can't even underestimate what investment you need to put in yourself if you want to succeed in 2022 as an athlete, right? It's huge, mate, huge. LeBron James invests a million dollars into his body and his team around him every single year. You just you just have to make those investments when you want to go to that next level. You just that's the bare minimum. And if I can be completely honest here, I probably did the bare minimum investment into my body, into my well being during my career. And and if I think now, what if you know you're always thinking about what if maybe you know could have done a, played a few more games or or done things a little bit differently. So you you just have to give yourself the best chance in every situ- situation. And and you saw it in that last nine holes, mate. You shoot six under on the back nine, mate. Wow, that is phenomenal. At an open to put the pressure on that part on 18, or that part on 17 to, to save that par. Oh, he, my when God. he misses it and he puts it on, and he, oh, that is, that is ice in his veins. You know, like, I've stood over putts when I'm putting on a Wednesday golf crew and you're putting for the win and, you you know, you've got a foot and a half. Mate, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. But imagine him, the steel, so good. It is, and Kempi, it must make you think from the area you played into the kind of the technology that they use now, and or the kind of the knowledge they have around sports psychology. It's a different world, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Looking, I, I had this conversation a number of years ago, and around the investment into individual athletes, and especially into rugby, rugby league players, um, where they were getting where the contracts exploded, and they're getting so much money, but they weren't taking a percentage of it and putting it into their own personal growth. Um, I still think that needs to happen. Like when you hear, like you just said about, you know, um, Cam Smith and what he's got as far as a support team. Imagine if our our top, if you're earning a million dollars a year, and so let's say five percent of that you're spending on on just personal growth with a with a coach, with a coach, a personal trainer, a, a mental health coach, and all this sort of stuff. How much better player you would be just with that investment? So. Um, I think I think everyone can take a little bit out of this conversation. I think I think it's really cool to hear that those two aren't just doing it by themselves. They've actually got other people there that are really supporting them. So well, well done. I took my hat to them both. You know, the Anzacs getting it done up in uh, up in Scotland. Oh, so cool. And um, the right people as well. And you look, we, I could vouch for him. He's a great guy. And congratulations, everyone, all his mates down there. Um, Paraparo Umu Golf Club on the Kapiti Coast as well. Everyone's so proud of Sam and just fo- following on in the footsteps of more successful caddies we've had, Steve Williams, in years gone by. He won there with Tiger at the old course, and um, there you go, Pinner's done it there. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91